We are going back on tour, you guys. Confessions of a Good Mom is coming to a city near you. We've just announced all the dates. We have New York. We have Dallas. We have Houston. We have Philly. We have Charlotte. We have Atlanta. And of course we have Atlanta. And I cannot wait to get back on the road and meet all of our tribe in person and bring you this incredible naughty girls night out. That's right. Bring a friend, bring your husband, bring your boyfriend. Don't bring your kids, though. It's going to be a night of debauchery, drinks, fun, and most importantly, freedom. So get your tickets now. Don't wait till the last minute. Limited tickets available. Make sure you click the link in this episode description or go to our website, goodmomsbadchoices.com and find our city near you. I had been taking the medicine. I had been living on like Google forums because it's kind of before social media and shit and uh, nothing worked. Nothing, nothing worked. You know, I was still using the, the gentle soap on my vulva that the, that the doctor said, you know, I was using other soaps that were supposed to be for that part of the body, you know, for the vulva and the vagina or whatever. Um, you know, I was working with an herbalist. I was douching with herbs and shit. And that is not what you should be doing. Because mm. cause I was just washing out all the good stuff. Right, right. right. Um, and nothing worked. And so my grandmother, who walks with me, she's here now, um, she told me that she had been walking with me and she had been seeing me struggle and that she knew what to do. And she just handed me a piece of paper and it had a list of ingredients. And she told me, you know, I'm trying to talk to her. And she's like, babe, that's not... I like she's like I can't stay long. This is what I right? got. We're not here for that. We're not here for that. We'll catch up later. We're not here for that. Right now, we're here for this. And because I had a background, she knew I'd be able to figure it out, mm. you know. And um and she just handed me a piece of paper, it had a list of ingredients, and I just started repeating those ingredients over and over again. It felt like I said it a hundred times. What were they? Welcome back to Good Mom's Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy motherfucking Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, y'all. Do you guys want to join me in some Mila moans? Just take one deep inhale, and then on the exhale, release a nice, big, pleasurable, sexy, freaky moan. Ah. Ah, I love that so much. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm good. <laughs> Your hair looks beautiful. Thank you. I mermaid, a siren. Appreciate it. This is my ta- tantrika hair. I love it. <laughs> my my retreat season in tantrika hair. I I just, I just love black women. We could just switch it up so quick. You, on, had, you had a little short pixie one second ago and now you have full mermaid dread. I'm a whole new bitch. <laughs> Literally, I'm a whole new bitch. I love that. I'm like, I feel, I'm feeling different this week. Let's switch it up. Love it. You look gorgeous. Thank you. I appreciate it. You look gorgeous. Thank you. I'm really feeling the the red hair still. I've committed to it. I was gonna take it out like 22 times, and then I'm lazy. I'm moving. There's red everywhere already. I don't want more red. And then I look every time I put my makeup on. I'm like, she's cute. When my makeup's not on, I'm like, you look really tired. It's giving holiday. 
it's yeah, it's pumpkin spice. I'm actually in pumpkin spice. I am a walking pumpkin spice latte right now. I don't if you like are it. on if you're not on YouTube, go on YouTube right now. And if you're not, you should go subscribe anyway because it's nice to look at us. Because I was just telling Jamila, I was like, I don't really watch our show on YouTube. But every now and then I get glimpsed because I go back there to curse people out in the comments. I'm like, oh, that was looking good that day. Or like, bitch, you could have put a little something on, under the eyes, bitch. I don't look because I don't have time to like, I don't have time to pick apart myself. I'm just like, one thing about the- I wasn't, I don't, I mean, not pick apart. I mean, I, I, you know, one thing, we, we've started to always wear makeup. There was a time where we were getting our hair braided. We was looking like we rolled out of bed. Some days we do, but- One day I didn't wear makeup. That was the day that you were mean to me. <laughs> Remember that episode, guys? Not it makes me. <laughs> First of all, let's remember be- that episode where I was like, "I'm going to be raw," and then Jamila was like, "You're kind of a bitch," <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa!" I was sharing my true feelings that day. It had nothing to do with you not wearing makeup, but maybe you being naked. So ever since then, I put makeup on because I showed up raw. And she hurt me. You, you know, you invited me to get raw too. You're like, you're like, I'm going to be makeupless, and I was like, well, I have some shit to say. <laughs> I'm never going to live it down that one time I was mean to her. Jesus Christ. I was just the one they caught on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I'm mean? No. Do you think I'm a little cold sometimes? Mm, you can be cold. I, I, I've gotten that in a, some of my relationships. And so I've been, I'm laboring myself through that part of myself. Mm. I like to cut people off if they piss me off. Mm-hmm. That is my go-to. Like, mm, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not necessarily healthy, but yeah, then I can just turn off, which, yeah, I'm working on it. Sorry. I, I apologize for that time I was mean to you two months ago. It's okay. It's fine. Thanks. I deserved it. Thanks for uh, forgiving me. I was, I was in my been a heavy bitch era. So. <laughs> Remember in 2023 when you were in that bitch era? <laughs> oh, dear, I was just thinking about 2023. Do you remember? Oh, no. <laughs> It was your bitch era. We almost broke up. <laughs> I guess everyone needs at least, you know, a couple of seasons where they are friends. A lot of seasons where you're going to maybe be in a funk and be a bitch. And that's just part of the growing pain. It is. Well, thank you for loving me through all my seasons. Thank you. I probably could have delivered that message better. I might, I might revisit my bitch era because, I mean, it just happens. You know, I'm moody. I think I'm going to go into my bitch era. But soon. I'm learning how to compartmentalize my bitchiness. So it's just for me. I'll be a bit, I'll be that bitch for me and not spread the bitch, bitchiness to everyone in my path. Okay. I think it's because I don't really give a fuck. Like, when I'm in a bad mood, I don't really care how it affects people, and that's not okay. <laughs> Especially when you work so closely with so many people, dear. Yeah. I get into a point where I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, or I'll just get quiet, and then everyone's like, something's wrong. And I'm like, there is something wrong, but don't ask me about it. Anyway. And I won't. I'll be like, well, I know it's wrong, but whatever. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we have a very... <laughs> Enough about your bitchiness and my almost bitchiness. Um, We have a very special guest here. I'm actually very excited to have this guest. Um, We got, I feel like we got to know you without getting to know you, like all around you. And so now you're finally here and we get to ask you all the questions ourselves. We have the founder, the extraordinaire of Honeypot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Beatrice Dixon. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, why are you I don't know why I expect the camera to just swing over to her. Like, <laughs> right. Welcome to the show, B. Beatrice. What do, you, what do you like to be called? B. Beatrice. Both the full. Beatrice. Beatrice. B. Beatrice Dixon. It sounds very sophisticated. It does. It, either way, any either one. Um, welcome to the show. It does. It, it, it almost, it is funny. It's almost like you're like this mystical unicorn that like, we've been like using your products, talking about them forever. Going to your office, going seeing to your, your photo. Office, like, looking in your office, like, <laughs> no, she's you're... not here, but we are. <laughs> <laughs> 
Literally, I was like, Erica, I think we're going to get along with her. I was like, I don't know her, but I like her. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, truly. Um, I'm grateful. I have a lot of questions. Just I move around a lot. So I'm, I, you know, I know how that like does with podcasts. Like shit, physically? But I thought you meant like move, like you no, travel like, a lot. No, like, fi- like physically. I do that too, but <laughs> just letting you know. No, you're good. Okay. I do too. I'm kind of I'm kind of jittery. I try I have to remind myself that I'm on camera. People think that she takes drugs. Yeah, on that's YouTube. The, those are the comments that I wrote. I, I saw that once. Like that bitch is on something. I'm like, no, I just have a lot of energy. <laughs> that's kind of mean. People are mean on the internet. Luckily, we have tough skin, or we just ignore it. But yeah, you know, fuck them. That's my motto. How do you combat those kind of things? Because I mean, you have a you have a major business, and people I'm sure always have opinions and things, and in on social media, all the things. How do you? I don't look. Okay, well, that's that's a good. Yeah, tip. I don't. I don't look, and I just, uh, as my friend Shamika says, I just want to sip my tea and mind my business. Mm. You know, drink my water and mind my business. That's what. That's what she always says. Yeah, I mean, I think. Um, Somebody's always going to have an opinion of you. I think just that's just a part of being human. Like we have opinions for people, you right, know. What I'm that, right. Like I'm not on some savage shit, and I'm gonna just put the shit on the internet. You know what I mean? But like everybody's got opinions about everybody, so I think I have uh, grace for that. And you know, I know who I am. Right? That, yeah, that's the human part. Accepting that you have opinions and that's okay, and other people have opinions about you, but it's the part of not taking it personally and not letting it like bleed into your existence and change you. And also, yeah. not everybody needs to hear your motherfucking opinion. No, like right. you said, I'm not gonna boss, and I might like tell my friend, like, girl, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I'm, let me tell you, I wasn't feeling her for some reason. It might be me, but it, it, right, exactly. I I think that that happens, and I think that it's natural and normal. Uh, but I got enough shit to take on. I I don't have you know. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you that. Like, have you felt like being in this position that you're in at the top of this like empire, essentially, like as it's grown and as you have you as you've seen it like grow? Have you felt the pressure to show up as like, oh, this is what a founder looks like, or this no. is what a CEO looks like, or you know what I mean? Like, has there been pressure to show up in this space a certain way because of your the success of your business? No, I just show up as me. You know, I showed up. <laughs> I might not know what time I'm going to go on or I might not know all the shit we're going to talk about, but I showed up, you know, and um, I I just want to show up and I just want to be who I am. It is exhausting enough, uh, you know, um, the way that I have that I get to let me let me uh, be responsible with my words. The way that I get to show up, it can be very, very, very exhausting because it requires a lot of things, right? It, re- it requires, you know, uh, being home for a little bit of time, um, you know, having to pack a bag, right, when I may have just gotten back the day before or a couple of days ago, um, getting a little bit of time to myself, getting a little bit of time with my family or my partner, Um and then having to jump on an airplane and then having to get somewhere, figure out like, and I know all these things sound like very minuscule things, but it's, it's a lot of shit, you know? And so, you know, for me, I, I just have to show up the way that I am as who I am, you know, cause all that stuff isn't really real. It's just constructions, mm-hmm. you know, 
Um, and, and I think that when you, when you're putting on a front and you're trying to show up as something that you are clearly not, it communicates because everything communicates ultimately. I agree. I think there's like, it becomes a ripple in the frequency. And I think, I think a lot of people need to hear this because I think a lot of us have been given this, like this idea that if I'm going to show up as like a business, especially women, especially black women, because there's a lot of pressure on us to just women in general, to be honest. Right. Like this is a a man's world when it comes to that kind of stuff, especially business and especially money. Mm -hmm. And especially when you want respect, you know, in in a professional sense, there's all these rules about, you know, if your, your thigh meat can be out. Or, you know, or, you know, and here we are and here we are with my, my stripper shoes and my thigh meat in my office, you know, (laughs) but I think that's something that me and Erica, I think, uh, have also kind of gotten more comfortable with and learned in this process is like, I've gotten much further in life showing up as myself. In fact, this is the furthest in life I've ever been. And it's because, hey, bitch, this is it. (laughs) This is me. And this is what I'm good at, you know, like showing up as myself. And I think people get stuck um, especially with like thinking corporate worlds and corporate industries showing up as something else and then wondering why the shit doesn't work. It's because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. But, but the corporate world is learning that, right? That people want to show up as who they are. People want to be able to, to have kind of a work life balance. Not that that's a real thing, but right. <clears throat> people want to not have to go to an office every single day um, you know, people, people want to be in their lives. People want, and I think that that culture is shifting a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of things happening in the economic world right now and in the business world right now, um, with a lot of companies, you know, um, and, and, and the cool thing about this generation is they're not really fucking around. Like they, they want what they want. Right. And, 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 you're better off leaning into that and treating people like human beings mm-hmm. and not treating people like robots because we're not right. People need things and, and it's important to have it. And you really should just show up as who you are because who you are is special. Well, right I think, now. I think it's funny that you say things are shifting because I think it's be part of that. I hope is that they re- they're starting to realize that when people get to show up as themselves, they actually are able to provide you so much more value. Yeah, because they're not worried about the wrong shit. Right. Like, right. I don't have to, like, the other day we took a call and I smoked a blunt on the call. Listen, I'm probably not going to smoke a blunt on every call that I do. Right. But that one in particular, they're, they're, they want us for us. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here and I really wanted to smoke and I, in any other capacity, any other space, probably can't do that. But... Because I, I'm able to show up as myself in most of the spaces that I am. And even in, in and not every space do I need to smoke because that's not necessarily who I am all the time. But there's a comfortability that I have. And I'm able to even, even on that call, I felt myself, my ideas just flowing out of me because here I am. This is who I am. You you gave to yourself in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really cool because um, I, I look at you as a, like when I see you as a, as a founder. And maybe you can just tell our audience, maybe you, maybe you guys are not. Super familiar, even though we've talked about Honey Pot for a very long time at this point. It's one of our favorite. Thank you guys so much. Feminine sexual care, care brands. But can you tell the people what is Honey Pot? And, and also, you have such an interesting um, uh, conception story of the yeah. brand, which I always find. I found it was so beautiful, especially me and Mila always talk about. It's my favorite. Our guides. And we're always talking about manifesting and all these different things mm-hmm. and listening to our inner voice and our higher self and our ancestors. Um, do you mind sharing just um, way 
what is Honeypot and how it was conceived? Yeah. So Honeypot is a, I can't just say a, a vaginal wellness brand. I think we're a body wellness brand, a personal care brand. Um, up until now, we have been heavily focused on the vagina and the vulva. Um, you know, I think that, you know, we, we focus on that. But I think the other thing is when I say that people's minds are going to go directly to products, right? When I say that myself, what com- what comes to me um, is more so like we are literally here to serve the vagina, right? And it's not just with products. It's with all the things that we've been discussing, right? It's with love. It's with humility. It's with respect. Um, it's with education. It's with learning from our customer because it's not just like we're the answer to the world, <laughs> right? Uh, I feel like we are a part of a, 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 a what's it called? A, a microcosm, a mi- right. whatever that word is. We're, 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 a, we're a part of this whole thing, right? that that is meant to serve humanity and to make the world a better place, right? Um, and so, you know, Honey Pie is really to help people to open themselves up, open their body up, um, for them to love themselves, love their body, be good to their vagina, be good to their vulva, be good to at some point their whole, because we're going into body care in the future, um, you know? And so that's a big part of what we do. Uh, so, so... That's why when you ask me that question about me showing up as myself, that's part of the reason why it's so important, right? I mean, I remember back in the day, if I was having, when we used to make honey pot, if I was having a bad day, I didn't touch it, mm. right? I, I wouldn't touch because at that point we were just a wash company. Can't do that anymore, right? Now, the way that I can contribute that same kind of energy is to come from a beautiful place whenever I'm coming, Right. Even if even if I wasn't having the best day to like check my shit at the door because I'm I'm here and, and I'm given the opportunity through you all to be able to go out and talk to the humans that we serve or potentially humans that have never even heard about honeypot because not everybody has, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, so just coming from a really beautiful, clear place is really important. But. You know, and we happen to make really beautiful, efficacious, clinically tested, proven um, vaginal care products and vulva care products that range from washes, vulva washes, which are external, wipes, pads, tampons, treatments, OTCs, you know, you name it, right? Um, And what was your second question? Um, First of all, your wash is amazing. It, I like. It, okay, I live and die by it. Thank you. I sister. travel with it. I literally the other day I was gonna take a. I was like, I can take this carry on, or I can bring my bigger bag and bring this full <laughs> bottle of foam wash that Thanks. I nap. I'm like, we're taking the carry on. My second, my other question was um, the conception story of Honeypot and how yes. and how it came to you. Yes. So I had an almost year long bout with bacterial vaginosis. I don't know if either one of you have had it, but it is the worst. I've had it, and it is the worst. It is the worst. It's totally the worst, and I think a lot, so many women. I think when I yeah. find, when I started speaking about it, I felt like nervous to talk about it, ashamed. There's so much shame, and so many women struggle with it, battle with it, don't even know they have it. That's the even that's the even older thing. They don't even realize they have it, <laughs> right. and um, and not even knowing that like. 
because when I went to go to the doctor and they, they told me that I had BV, he was just like, oh, well, now you got to just put in a, um, an acidophilus in your pussy for the rest of your life. That was his solution to me. No. Yeah. He said, you just have to put this in your pussy every day for the rest of your life. There's really not much we Did can do. Did he say pussy? He said vagina. Oh, I was like, oh, wild style. No. Okay. <laughs> what kind of OB you got? And that old person. She's like, I think I might want to go. No, this old, this old Persian, this old Persian man did not. That is fantastic. <laughs> no, but that's what he said, and I was, and he said it so casually, and it felt like a death sentence to me, and I was like, wait, hold up, what? And so that's what I did, and it actually got worse when I started doing that. Yeah. I was like, there was like crumbs coming out of me. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you, but but you asked, yeah. and I said yes, I have That's had that, and I think a lot of women they do, and they're like, "What do I do? What do I do? Yeah, what do I do? What were you gonna say?" I was just like, "There's just this strange. It's so odd that there's a strange like um, hush hush." culture around vaginas and if something's going wrong it's like first of all we have uh, this yoni for our whole lives like something's bound to go wrong at some point it's not going to be fucking roses and daisies 24 7 and as you grow you like and as you fuck people and as you're like i don't need to fuck that nigga like there are yeah. <laughs> something's wrong here your pussy will tell you you know you learn, you learn that pretty early on like your pussy like uh-uh, bitch but mm-hmm. there's this hush hush like you don't want to tell your friend because you're dirty or something's wrong well you are you. less valuable that's really what it comes down to you right. feel less valuable as a woman because honestly men have put so much value as they should on our pussy but the way it's supposed to but look they, the they way it's supposed to val- smell it's it's not even value on the pussy it's value on their they it's, it's only valuable if they it's useful for them and, yeah. if, and like a, well, a, if it smells and looks and tastes how they think it's supposed to taste and, it, and it's not and even not it's not even just like with with having sex with people like even when i was pregnant i had crazy yeast and I was like what the fuck is this I had no idea no one talked to me that like your shit changes when you get pregnant your hormones are all over the place I was tripping I'm like I'm broken for the rest of my fucking life and I'm itching and I'm going to die Mm -hmm. and but there's like I didn't want to tell a lot of my friends because they're like bitch what's wrong with you so like even amongst other yoni owners it's hard to have the conversation because then you think your friend's going to judge you or even if like you go in the bathroom after a friend and you're like something's not right you're not going to tell your friend that you know, what I mean? but there's like there has to be. I think I always, I always make this this uh, like uh, example that I think people who are unwilling to examine parts of their private, like their private areas or their bodies, or be naked alone, or look in the vagina, or like have the conversation. There's probably a part of you that like spiritually and emotionally you're hiding. Mm-hmm. There's parts of you cut off. If you're like, there's a if you, if there's parts of your physical body you cannot examine and talk about openly. Then there's probably parts of your, you know, spiritual and energetic body that you're not examining. And I think that's something to look at too. It's like, why are it we is. cutting out parts of ourselves to like? If you're ready to look at it, right, right, and that and that's really the key is if you're ready. And if you can't look, then that's you knowing that like maybe you're not ready. And if you're still not ready, that's cool too. You know, but it is important to navigate that. So completely agree with you. So back to your story. So you had BV for (laughs) eight to nine months. Yes, I had BV for like, for what felt like forever. It would go away and come back. Did you, did you get BV from a partner or did you, how do you think it came from? I have no idea. Okay. I mean, you know, I was young. Mm -hmm. I was outside. You know what I mean? (laughs) I got mine from a specific person. I know who the fuck it was. But you know what it, you know, so, so listen, BV is basically a pH imbalance. Right. So it's not necessarily that you got it from somebody more than 
if they came inside of you, let's call it what it is. Right. A, um, uh, uh, if they go by male, I'm I'm trying to be uh, open here, but I'm going to say woman and man just for the that's end of this fine. conversation. If you're with a man and 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 that's the the partner that you choose, and they ejaculate inside of you, right? Sperm has to carry life, so it makes sense that sperm has to be alkaline. It wouldn't be able to carry life if it was acidic. Mm-hmm. Our vaginas are an acidic environment, right? So if you're with if you're with a man and he ejaculates inside of you and his sperm is like extremely alkaline, which can happen, right? Especially if it's a guy who like eats well and takes care of himself and all the shit, oh, right? He was a vegan. Super, super, <laughs> super no, real, real shit. He was. He, so he was probably <laughs> super alkaline because mm. he took care of himself, right? And then your vagina is super, it's, 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 I won't say it's super acidic, but it's between a 3.5 and a 4.5. But also what could have happened is if your pH was already off a little bit and then he came inside of you and guess what? That just threw it off a he little just bit more. stirred the pot. And what happened was it, it created an environment for these bacterias to just grow by the billions. Because you don't have enough good bacteria to fight off to that. fight all of the bad off, and so then guess what? Here comes BV, right? So it's not, you know, a lot of people think that you that you're just getting it passed on from somebody, right? It's not necessarily that they got like a dirty dick or whatever, or a dirty mouth, or you know, a dirty vagina, depending on who you're getting busy with, right? No judgment either way. It's just that whatever was happening with their body chemistry and when it mixed with yours, it just it just made an interesting concoction. Some mm. people just don't agree with other people. Some people Here just I don't agree with this man. No, no, no. Some people just don't <laughs> agree with other people. Real shit. Like, like, and that's okay. You know, and it could be somebody you're deeply in love with, and your body's just like, nah. I talk about him on the first episode because we went back and listened to that episode, and I told it was he was called No Chemistry Bay. I call this nigga No uh-uh. Chemistry Bay. I mean, it's, it's, it's I quite accurate, and he fucked up my chemistry. Yeah, because yeah, but like that. spiritually, I knew there was it was not going to work. Yeah, and the sex was good, but then the aftermath was not great, and then yeah. I was stuck with BV. Yeah, I mean, you know, and if you're a person who's prone to it, you might want to as soon as you get done, make sure you get up, go pee as soon as possible. Get in the shower. Do not, even if you want to get busy again, don't no. just chill in the wet spot. Get up. Go pee. Give yourself a little wash in the front and the back. And, you know, and put put a put a boric acid in there. I was saying, say a prayer. <laughs> no, pop, <laughs> no, put a boric acid. Pop, pop a boric acid in there just to help to reacidify yeah. yourself, right? So that, you, so, that, so that you can create the environment in your vagina to produce more uh, good bacteria. So that if if any imbalance does happen, now you've just kind of neutralized the situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 it's okay. Like, you know, this shit just happens. Sometimes you just was super nasty one night and did some other shit, and and then here we are. You know, you know when you get super nasty, and you're like, please God, don't fuck with my vagina. I know I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I've done that. Like, please God. I'm like, please. is that an itch? Please. <laughs> like, please God. And then, I and then too. Like, it may be a little off the next day. The other thing that we have to do is not get so trauma-filled that we think, you know, we just had a wild night the night before. Maybe you had sex with one person. Maybe you had sex with a couple people, right? 
whatever whatever you into, right? And and you of course you're not gonna be the same the next day. Like just give it a couple days. It's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it's not, then it's gonna show itself. <laughs> but in those instances, that's when you have to be responsible. You know, do a little extra. Clean up. Make sure you clean up good. Even if you're gonna get busy again. That's the cool thing about honey pop Volvo washes is they have a beautiful herbal hydration serum in them essentially that you could use it 20 times a day if you needed to and it wouldn't dry you out mm-hmm. you know what i mean um but yeah you just you know i mean we're we're living beings and we're energetic beings like shit is changing we are living so things you know like a plant be dying the leaf be brown then come back up exactly. it's like that we are like to expect that we're going to be perfectly functioning <laughs> All the time, and our vagina is going to be p- perfectly functioning. I'm happy though that like we are in this era because there was a time where like you would go to the doctor and this nigga would tell you some shit, and you'd be like, okay. Like I have so many friends who were dealing with BV and yeast, and they're like, yeah, you're going to deal with this for the rest of your life, every partner, and that's not true. And this was like a few years ago, and like literally before even I, I learned about like boric acid, and like that is a very simple boop, but it helps tremendously. It but does. there, there we have not really been. In Empowered to talk and con- talk, talk to our yonis and be like, "You all right, bitch?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and like, kind of like work through this the, the options and talk to each other and figure out the the ways we can help. It was a time when there was just like three things in the aisle. You go to the doctor in secret. This nigga who doesn't have a vagina tells you some shit, and you believe him. You go home crying, and you don't tell none of your girlfriends except one because you're embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And and I realized like I like they're really all part like we are living and there is a time like even I was in college in Atlanta and I was being such a smut and I just couldn't stop and there was a time I was like about to go outside and smut it up again and my vagina I heard my vagina be like like, sit the fuck down please and I was like oh my god bitch talking to me (laughs) but it was my first experience where I was like oh my it was like my subconscious my vaginal subconscious telling me to chill out but there's a conversation that we need to have that we separate from you know we separate our bottom halves like quite literally from our brain from our hearts and then then and we let other people tell us about it and then we're fucked up and we don't know why it's because we're not in tune with our bodies and with our energetic like you know the conversation it's like what is it that i need and like instead of freaking out or assuming like mm-hmm. you have the worst possible whatever you know you kind of have to sit back and like literally listen to your body like you listen to what you need to eat and what food you put in your body because when your body is not well and it's communicating because it (laughs) always is right right now i've got a little cough because i had that whatever this cold is is going yeah right i shouldn't just be talk 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 my body's like bitch we was we just trying (laughs) to get better like what are you doing you know what i mean but like our bodies are communicating all the time. Mm-hmm. And if your vagina is in this per- perpetual space of reoccurring things happening, you do need to take a, a second, get yourself together. Another thing is if is if you're finding yourself in this reoccurring thing, right? A lot of, there's some people that are just really horny, you know? And I respect that. It's your body, do what you want. But allow your body to heal. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to get through whatever the thing is, right? And if you have a partner that will shame you for that or that will make you feel bad for that, then you need to evaluate that person because they should want you to be well too, you know? I'm not saying that they're not good for you or whatever, but it's really important to make sure that you take the time to get your body well, to get yourself healed. 
you know? I think that that's, I mean, yes, but to, 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 to argue, not argue that, but just to say a lot of women don't even want to tell their partner there's something wrong. So they just fuck through it. But because that, but, that, but that's because my point. Because they don't even because they don't even feel confident enough in their own to even accept what's happening in their own body, let alone to express, "Hey, there's something happening here." Is I need a second. Yeah, you which know, is a bigger conversation. Because why are you fucking somebody you can't have a very adult conversation with? But some people just haven't reached that place in their right. journey. Yeah, I wasn't going to say it's even that person's yeah. fault. It's really a, a per, it's a you thing. It's a it's yeah. definitely it's definitely a you thing. Yeah. The shame is real. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to just say. Never mind. Know? Yeah. Yeah. But but don't go to the store and buy something that'll just cover up a scent. Yeah. Right. And use that because, you know, your, your cootie ain't going to stink. So like maybe, you know what I'm saying? So maybe you can just get through it. But don't don't do that. Just take the time. Get yourself together. Right. Sex is not going anywhere. There's always going to be somebody on this planet to to get busy with or whatever. Right. <laughs> like seriously. And and if and if you're with somebody and you like them and enjoy them, they can wait. Even if you don't want to say, you could just be like, you know what? Let's just chill tonight. You don't have to say shit. True. You really don't. But just take but just take care of yourself. But yeah, please 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 don't just fuck your way through it. Don't do that. You know mm. because it, that can't be okay. You know, wait. So okay, we keep just distra- keep distracting no, you from, no, no. from the story at hand because I'm we're like flowing. I really want to get to this point we're because we're because flowing. your your conception story really speaks to to me right now specifically mm-hmm. um, around just connecting to your womb and womb care and how important it is to really be able to listen to mm-hmm. your womb. And so when when I when I read about your your story and how your grandmother came to you in, in a dream, yeah. I thought that for a I thought wow that's so beautiful, Thank but just you. how precise. She was for you. Yeah, yeah. And like, what was that like? Had you connected to ancestors ancestors in the past in this way? Or was this like a first time um, mm. experience where you got a download that was so, so specific? I, so I've always had um, a gift of being able to, even as a kid, of just being like tap, tapped in. You know what I mean? I didn't know I was when I was a kid. Um, uh, but I've always had the ability, um, to tap into something that we all can't see, you know, um, that was a very specific thing though, you know, like I remember having dreams, um, you know, I remember when my aunt Ronnie passed away, uh, and we, we, we were pretty close when I was a kid and she came back and told me, cause you know. I, I, I'm not as good as it as I used to, good at it as I used to be, but I still am very in touch with my ancestors, you know. But lighting candles, leaving them water, leaving them flowers every now and again, even just saying their names—if you couldn't do any of that, right—and that that's a practice of mine. Like I, I literally have like a dedicated space in my house, in our house, you know, for for our ancestors. And she came back and told me, "Thank you." Because we don't really die, you know, this this thing dies, right. this body dies, but our spirit and our souls don't, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, un- unless it isn't going to come back, and, 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 then, and then even then it doesn't die, it's just transitioning to whatever the thing is, right? Um, so I've had things like that happen, you know, I've had, I've had some other gnarly things happen. But that time when my grandmother came, that was very specific, because I could physically see her like I'm sitting here with you, mm. you know. Had you met her before? Like, No, she... mm. no, not in this life. 
She um she transitioned when my mom was seven. Mm. Uh, so no, I, I hadn't, you know, and I don't even know fully if it was like, like I, like my grandmother was the representative. Right. And once I real, cause all we have strong genes. So I look a lot like her, you know? Um, and so I knew that it was somebody I was, I was related to when I told my mom, she was like, Oh, that's your grandmother. Oh, she was without question. She knew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. But so like you just knew innately, not like by vision. Cause you hadn't, you never physically saw I her. I never physically right. saw her. Right. Except for maybe in a picture, picture or something. Right. right. And it's not like my mom has loads of them. Right. You know? And so, you know, so that, that was very specific. That was very like, you know, um, that was the first time that had happened. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I had been struggling I had been taking the medicine. I had been living on like Google forums because it's kind of before social media and shit. And uh, nothing worked. Nothing. Nothing worked. You know, I was still using the the gentle soap on my vulva that the that the doctor said. You know, I was using other soaps that were supposed to be for that part of the body. You know, for the vulva and the vagina, whatever. Um, you know, I was working with an herbalist. I was douching with herbs and shit. And that is not what you should be doing. Because mm. cause I was just washing out all the good stuff. Right, right. right. Um, and nothing worked. And so my grandmother, who walks with me, she's here now, um, she told me that she had been walking with me and she had been seeing me struggle and that she knew what to do. And she just handed me a piece of paper and it had a list of ingredients. And she told me, you know, I'm trying to talk to her. And she's like, babe, that's not... I like she's like I can't stay long. This is what I right? got. We're not here for that. We're not here for that. We'll catch up later. We're not here for that. Right now, we're here for this. And because I had a background, she knew I'd be able to figure it out, mm. you know. And um and she just handed me a piece of paper, it had a list of ingredients, and I just started repeating those ingredients over and over again. It felt like I said it a hundred times. What were they? Um, coconut oil, apple cider vinegar, lavender rose, garlic, grapefruit seed extract. Mm. Uh, and, you know, and I, I, I ended up adding like sandalwood back then. I ended up adding a, a couple other things to it. It was very simple. Boom, 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 boom. And I just would go back to the top, repeat again. And then she was sitting there just like you, just like you, what you're doing right now. Yep. Okay. Again, you know? Mm-hmm. And then finally she told me, wake up. And so I woke up. Wherever we were, we were in a place. Everything was white. It was like a round table. She had on white. I had on white. Everything was white. Everything. Imagine this whole room is just white and light. White and light, mm. you know? And, uh, you know, and I woke up and I wrote it down. I worked at Whole Foods. I went to work. I bought all the stuff. Mm. Uh, I went home that night. Within a couple of days, I made myself a formula because uh, I have a background in pharmacy. Mm. I did that for like 10 years. And I worked in IV rooms and compounding labs and shit. And so I knew how to do the math to figure out the thing, which my grandmother would have known. Right. Because she's one of my she's one of my guides, one of my angels, right? And um and I started using it. And I had B V at the time. And the B V I had, y'all, was like, it was it was it was it was gnarly. Mm-hmm. It was like funky. It smelled like collard greens. It was bad. <laughs> Not collars. No, real shit. It was bad. It was like bad. I had a lot of discharge. Um, but the, the thing that was bad was the odor stressing you the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I took on this trauma, this habit, this still happens today where I smell myself when I go pee. Oh yeah. You know, 
uh, it's just a thing. Right. Right. And not because, like, of my baby or nothing like that. Like, just because, like, what I smell like. Right. You know? (laughs) But it used to be out of, like, fear. Fear. Exactly. Like, is it back? Are you you tripping again? Exactly. And maybe even some of that's still in there, to Mm -hmm. be honest. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I need to see somebody about that. <laughs> Post traumatic right. care. Oh, I'm in therapy for my BV. <laughs> right? No, because it's all trauma. I will, man. No, it is. And it's I, all trauma. You know, it's a real I have thing. trauma. Every time I have sex with someone, I get super parent. If I have sex yeah. too much, I'm yeah. like, okay, we we go through back to back three times. I'm like, just get do what I said. Girl. Be okay. Are we gonna be do okay? what I said? Girl. I mean, I have the listen the those the boric acid pills, the pain, like those three things, mm-hmm. like those have saved my life. Yep. And, and it then really after sex wife. I love those after sex wipes. I love yeah. how big they are. Me too. <laughs> oh, right? Oh, my God. I mean, no, ass baby wipe. I'm, I'm like, gotta, yes. You can wipe my my ass to the front. Fatty yes, patty. Yes. Yes. You know the little ones you got to like. I'm like, baby got fatty caddy. We're going to need a full size <laughs> adult wipe here, baby. Like, what the hell? Look at Orlando. He's like, yes, I, love, <laughs> I very much love those wipes. Use all my shit. I'm like, nigga, if you don't get your own shit. It's not a man ass wife. Right. Maybe in there using all my shit. Uh uh-uh. uh. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, I think right now I'm in this in this space of cleansing my womb, like getting mm-hmm. rid of all trying to get rid of all the past lovers of my life and really creating a very clean, beautiful space that's just for me. Mm-hmm. And um when I was thinking about your story and I was mm-hmm. thinking about how it came from a place of discomfort. It came from a place of shame. Um, um, and your ancestor tapped you and said, let me help you with this. Let me help you with this, the, the source of your creation. Mm-hmm. And also as a woman, her also having a womb mm-hmm. and being able to kind of. VV has been around since vaginas. I'm sure. In the beginning. <laughs> yeah. But just the way that you were able to a listen and then execute and then birth this beautiful business from from this information based around womb, your womb yeah. and i you know as women like this is the center of our creation in, in in all ways and i was talking to one of my guides and she was saying how a lot of women you know they like are trying to manifest something and they're wondering like why I've been asking I've been doing all these things and and they don't they don't ever think they don't ever correlate their womb, the health of their womb with their ability, to, their ability to also invite other things into their life and be able, and able to manifest things into their life. And I was like, wow, I never even considered that those two correlations and how when you do pay attention and you do take the time to listen to what your body needs, specifically as a woman, like and listen to what she needs the beauty that can be birthed from that, not just yeah. babies, not just yeah. lovers, yeah. but businesses, ideas, mm-hmm. creation. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Even th- I, didn't, I like, I hadn't thought about it that way. We do a lot of talking on here, but like when I think about that, cause I even think about us and like when we met, we weren't very good friends and this entity that was created, but the timing of that happening, mm-hmm. like we were new mothers and we were newly single from long-term relationships, which, you know, there was some, entity in our womb that didn't agree with our body whether it be physically or however way however way that that materialized in our bodies but Mm -hmm. in those relationships separately not even knowing each other we were stuck they were Mm -hmm. stagnant there was stagnation because like obviously like our minds were not clear because when your relationship and you're in close proximity with someone that's not you know on the same frequency as you it can be confusing but even more so I think coming out of those relationships as newly single mothers but like emphasis on single 
I think that really helped us be able to plant even this seed because we were clear enough and our wounds were, our wombs were somewhat clear enough to be like, let me put this shit in the, like mixing some shit in the kitchen and then saying we had, we had no goal. We were just like, we wanted to, we wanted to talk and we had some shit to say. And we, we wanted to, we were really detoxing from these relationships and only in the effort to do that was this space created and was like, you know, this friendship created and this book and this podcast. And I never really, I mean, I knew that we were in some like zero fucks given space, you know, because mm-hmm. we were newly single, but like, I didn't, I never equated that with like literally clearing our wounds at the time helped us clear the space to be confident enough to like have this, you know? Well, think about how power, how, how when women do start choosing themselves outside of whatever um, negativity that they're inviting into their bodies, like the things that just start to happen naturally. Everyone listening has, uh, if you've, if you've actually done it, you've experienced this. The moment you kind of remove- Cut off an ain't shit nigga, all your blessings come <laughs> pouring in. And not, and not even just based around, um, not even just based around people that you in a relationship right, with. Right, yeah. Just purely choosing yourself. Yes. What do I want my fucking life to look like? Yes. Right? And and what do I want it to feel like? What do I want it to smell like? Mm. Is my house organized? Is it clean? What am I eating? Am I drinking water? Right? The best water. Right? The be- The best water possible right? that you can. And that shit, bitch, that might be the fucking tap water. And if that's where you at with it, be there. Drink that right? tiny girl. What? <laughs> right. But but honestly, no, because it, that doesn't have to be forever. No. If you know that your goal is to drink the most oxygenated, highest pH that you could drink that makes sense in a water, right? If that's your goal, then make that your goal. Right. But you have to know where you are at the baseline so that you can know where you want to go. And so, so many of us are so busy living in the now and the present and kind of sometimes you're drowning in it because we're living in a time that let's be face it. There's a million things going on at one time. And so we're forgetting the visualization part. What is it? Do I want my life to look like? How can I design it? And how does it literally smell look like like? All those things are super important. And sometimes if you don't place yourself there in your mind and how it feels, you can never manifest that because you literally don't know how it feels. Yeah, there's work in manifestation. Because the other thing is you have to you have to truly believe that the shit is possible. Right? You don't don't just be trying to manifest it because you saw it and that shit look cool. Right? Try to try to understand what it's like to do the thing that you're trying to manifest. What is the work that has to go into that, right? Who, what kind of relationships do you need to have in order to do that, right? Um, you know, there, I'm, I'm a, I'm very grateful to say I am a manifester like a motherfucker, right? I really am. Clearly, I really am. Um, you know, but there's discipline in manifesting. If you want to manifest, you got to be fucking f- focused. What do I want? That's the star. Cool. I need to I need to figure out the pathway to get to that star. And there's a billion ways to get to that star. Mm-hmm. Right. But you have to be willing to be organized enough and disciplined enough to make sure that <laughs> that you're ridding yourself of bullshit and that you're pouring into yourself. And that that could be as simple as you're in a relationship that doesn't serve you and not just a romantic one. 
That could be work that you that you work. That could be that could be a friend that that is toxic and doesn't mean you well. Mm-hmm. Right. That could be that you actually really don't like yourself. I was going to say the relationship you have with which yourself, is, which is the most important one. You know that when you really want to get serious about building a life and designing a life for yourself, the only way that it's going to work, I won't say the only way, but one of the main ways that it's going to work is when you get real, real serious about the fact y'all got this to where it is because y'all were like, you know what? That can't be my fucking life. Whatever I was doing before this can't be my life. Girl, oh, you you feel the same way? Cool. Let's have this conversation and let's just start something and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And then you stuck to it, yeah. right? You stuck to it. You met every week. You got the fucking, you got a space. You invested in the in the materials. You didn't know what the outcome was going to be. But, but guess what? The other thing I think that you have to do is you can't be married to the outcome. Mm-hmm. Because then you're trying to control shit. You just have to be willing to put your head down and do the work. And also take take and eat the shit as it comes. Because shit eating is going to come. Mm-hmm. Right? Something's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Something's going to fail. You're going to make some kind of mistake. Right? And, and, and those things are necessary so that you can learn. So that you can be like, okay, cool. Let me get up real quick. You know, like how kids are. When kids are outside playing and they fall. Right. Either they either they either they're going to cry or they're just like, oh, oh, let me just dust it. Okay, cool. Right. Let me go back and get on the slide again. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We have to we have to take on that kind of energy. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, of of being able to just get back up, dust ourselves off, die to the shit. So what you trip? So what you fell? So what it was on the fucking camera? So what all these people saw you do it? So what? Get back to it. You know? And, and I think there's an ego death in that. Mm. And, and you really have to be willing to die to a lot of shit when you really ready, when you really truly decided that you want to change your life, that's death to some shit, mm-hmm. right? So that you can, so that you can bring on new life, new love, new, new patterns, you know, because when we get stuck in these patterns and we keep doing the same thing over and over again, which all of us do, by the way, mm. what do we have like 80,000 thoughts a day? Mm. Most of the thoughts that we have today are the same thoughts we had yesterday. Right. And when you can start to get intentional and be like, you know what, let me write this shit down that I've been thinking about. Right. And you find yourself thinking about the same shit, same shit, same shit, same thing that you did yesterday, same thing you did 10 years ago, same thing you, you know what I mean? Like that bothered you. That hurt your feelings that she was mad at you or was mean to you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Part of you is playing. Part of you really fucking feels that shit. Oh, we already worked through it, but yeah. I'm not saying, I'm <laughs> but, not, but no, I'm, but but yeah. I'm not saying it to say that you didn't work through it, mm-hmm. but there's still some, a little bit there, though, right? Because it still came up. And I'm not judging, because who am I, right? But my point is, and, and that's beautiful, that you're willing to be like, you know what, there's still a little bit there. Even though you're playing, even though you guys work through it, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's just something. These are things that we got to pay attention to, mm-hmm. you know. And and you know, I'm, I didn't mean to digress, but th- this is this is this is the work, yeah. man. This is the work because we can wake ourselves up 
You know, humanity is fucking connected to everything on this planet. Take all the constructions out of your mind. None of that shit is real, right? What's real is that we have the ability to produce and make things and change energy and shift narratives and change the fucking world. We have the ability to do that. All these things that have been created, think about like social media, fucking news, all this stuff. All these things have been created to get us outside of ourselves so we're not paying attention to the shit that actually matters, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can't pay attention to anything. You can't hear your inner voice. You can't. You won't have those dreams where your ancestors come to you. Maybe you do, but maybe then you, you don't wake up and you don't write that shit down. You just write it off as like, oh, that was a weird dream. Exactly. You know, that was that was kind of crazy. Uh, anyway, there, back on Instagram, I go. Oh, there goes your fucking million dollar idea. But, but there, there, there's something so beautiful about what you're saying is because like uh, hum, the human race, we are we are innately supposed to be connected at, to ourselves and to others. That is a part of how we progress. Like we're the only species that you can literally take something from your head and like literally create it. You know, any idea like this is what we can alchemize. But I think people people deny themselves like that that there's that part where it's like humanity and the divinity that we all have we're both human as we are divine and i think it's it's in the the union of those and the acceptance of those that like the magic happens and it's true like there your boobs come here oh. <laughs> it's it's true for once it's me wow <laughs> <laughs> People struggle with accepting both the divine parts of them and the human human parts of them. And even for like for me personally, you know, I think there are parts of there are human parts of me that stress me out. And it's in the, and it's in the feelings, what you are know. Those parts. Oh, the feelings? Yeah, feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because I'm I'm empathetic and I can feel for others and I'm present and I can like I can look across the room like something's not right. Let me I'll be right back. Let me go talk to the stranger. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. And but like when it comes when feelings come up for me, I feel myself wanting to separate and like like get away from that like the feelings of like whatever I, whatever labels I've put on certain things like jealousy like just caring like I don't want this is bothering me to care about you this much whatever it is and I think that you know and 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 again like you bringing up her making the comment about me being mean to her last month or whatever is like I'm this I'm she got that for me like I am the queen of like being serious joking like I'm joking but I'm I'm serious. We all are, though. You know, it's like I, I'm not. I'm unwilling to really like. It's not that we need to address it. I know that, but like, there are things. There are human parts of me that if I if I had ignored or I've continued to ignore, this version of myself wouldn't be here. And it's hard and it's difficult and it's like. But that's a part. Like we we suppress certain feelings and we keep moving and we disregard it but there are there's beauty in, in examining those things like why what is it that you're avoiding why is this bothering you so bad why are these this comment or this person like there's usually something deeper there and it's in the picking through those things and like kind of peeling back those layers that we kind of get to heal wounds and wounds and trauma but you first have to be able to acknowledge that that's a thing like you're not joking you're serious and that hurts your feelings a little bit or whatever it is. And why are you glossing over it so you can joke and move forward instead of saying, let me sit in this for a minute 
And, you know, like, just like a lot of people listening or, you know, whatever, like you could be in a relationship that, you know, for a good, like even friendships that are not serving you, no growth. You don't feel energized when you leave those conversations. You don't feel good when you leave those places and you're still subjecting yourself to those friendships, those relationships, those jobs and those spaces. But there's something to look at that's that's deeper because our human, our, our human anatomy, our bodies are truly created to alert us when something is wrong. They are. Hey, something's not right here, but we have been so programmed and really domesticated to ignore those those human physical reactions in our bodies that are usually indicators that something's fucking off. Yep. But we're so not speaking English with our own bodies that we're steady moving in this other direction of this systematic you know, prevailing of success. And if I go to college and then I graduate and I go to this school and I get, and I fucking da, 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 like I'll get promoted. And sometimes that works for people, but a lot of the times it's in the, it's in the peeling away of the, of this, like the, the avatar that there are the ideas that there is like, it's in the growth that the births happen, right. you know? And like, these are like your grandmother came to you in a dream and said, hey, this is what you need for your pussy. And someone, was, you know, we got broken up with them. We're like, we smoke weed and we're moms. And we're like, we're going to make a talk. talk. You should talk. <laughs> you know, and things that seem it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And they seem mundane and they seem almost silly. I was literally thinking about this in the car today. I'm like, we are, we got motherfucking lucky. But it's only because. <laughs> but did you, though? It no. wasn't lucky. It was only because we chose. You worked at it. We worked and we chose and literally we chose this thing that we had no example of, but I think thankfully we were delusional enough together, but it's really, it wasn't even delusional. It was like, we were tired of our fucking own shit. We were tired of ourselves. Like, I don't even like this version of me. Hey bitch, yeah. you want to do something different? Because this is not really who I am. I don't know how I've gotten here, but I'm ready to turn a new chapter. And it was only in the agree, like the, the the union agreement to be like let's do something fucking totally different let's not go back into relationships that don't serve us let's not let anybody else's uh, opinion of us like make a make or break what we're going to do and let's keep going and it was only in that that the this version of ourselves got to be here and you guys committed to a relationship together yeah you guys are in a very deeply devoted relationship mm-hmm. and that's beautiful even if the only time you spent together was here oh that you was know? enough <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, it, it's some real shit. You know, it's a, it's, it's list, it's listening and then not overthinking. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and quickly when I listen to this voice, because people always ask, like, why did you start a podcast? Like, I wasn't like some deep in the podcast world. In fact, podcasts were. I mean, now it's a lot more diverse. It was very white space. I was not trying to be a podcaster. I just said, eh, I'm going to talk to her. You should do this thing with me. And then it was pleasure. It was pleasurable. Every time we did it, I left feeling good. And I, I kept doing it. Your grandmother came to you, gave you these ingredients. Your pussy started reacting and you felt good. You said, oh, my God, I need to share this with someone. Yeah, yeah. Other people. Because if it could work for me, maybe it could yeah. work for them. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm curious. So after after you got this information, has she come back? Has she ever come back to you to, to deliver yeah. any other things to you? Um, re- I mean, re- so very recently, a lot of my ancestors came. Because um, I'm, I'm also a medium. So sometimes they mount me, you know. Um, all of them came. A lot of the messages weren't for me. The parts that were for me, I kept... Uh, I think the overwhelming 
message that I've gotten from a lot of the ancestors that I've been communing with or that have used my body to communicate, it's overwhelmingly been about taking care of ourselves. Very simple, basic things. Take care of yourself. Eat well. Drink water. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Yeah, it, it's it's really interesting. And so, um, not not I don't know that she's come back with a product per se, right. uh, but I also think that I'm very deeply connected to all the Egguns. You know, I got like 47 ancestors that walk with me every single day. And so, you know, there is a knowledge that's just in there, you know. So I so to say that we, that she hasn't probably isn't the most accurate thing. Yeah, she she has. They have, mm-hmm. you know. Um just because they they're with me every minute, every moment of every single day and they support me and they want me to do well and the work that I'm doing is really important for this planet. I was meant to do this work. Um you know, and so, yeah, you know, in, in, in a very esoteric way, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I have a question. Gr- growing up, was your mom very spiritual? Like, I know in the black community, like speaking, I think, and talking to your ancestors communion with like, with the spirits is like, we're, it's more not mainstream, but we're getting back in touch with those parts of us, those are our, like our ancestors and those spiritual um, technologies that they, they use. Whereas before, like maybe our grandmother that you said technologies mm-hmm. because it's, it's the oldest technology. Mm-hmm. And, but it's the, mo- it's the one that's been taken from us the most, you know, it's, it's particularly people of color. And so even for us, like we'll, we'll post stuff and, you know, talk about things outside of this rigid structure of religion. And we get people come for us all the time, you know, but, because people are afraid, but was that something that was like ingrained in you that, so you weren't afraid. And like when you had knowing as a child, you had those gifts that your were your, were your parents like, so sup- like pushed you to like tap into that versus like, don't do that. That's the devil. No, they, no, they pushed me when I was 12. I had, um, I had a really traumatic thing happen. And, um, and my mom called my aunt Jenny, who's one of my ancestors too. Who's also one of my guys who like, lives like right on my left um she (laughs) yeah um she um she said that's my baby (laughs) (laughs) um she told my mother that this was the moment that I was receiving my gifts Mm. and um (laughs) and and the thing that happened was a health thing and she told the doctor don't over medicate her. This has nothing to do with her being sick. This has everything to do, you know, with her seeing, with her receiving her gifts because quite naturally it's a big gift to receive, you know? Um, and so, you know, I just come from a family of native Americans, um, obviously African American. I, I come from a family that is deeply connected to their ancestors, to their roots, um, deeply connected to the ground, deeply connected to themselves, you know? Um, and so it's never been a thing that's been weird, you know, even when there was a moment in my life where I may have been called myself a Christian, right? I'm, I'm no longer in that moment, uh, which is okay. 
You know, I, I believe that religion is there for us when we need it to, right? Sometimes you transition out of one and into another one, right? It's like school. Yeah. Some people need to go to school, right, in order to get the job and do the thing. I view religion as that, right? Um, it, it's it's a form of a school. It's a form of a thing that you may need to help you be disciplined, right, for whatever the thing is. Some people, you know, are Muslim. Some people are Christian. Some people cover their whole body except for their hands, right? Some people only show their eyes, right? Like, and, and, and that is because that is where they are in their journey and that's what they feel that they need. Or some people don't even have a choice, right? Um, and so, you know, I, I think that religion is actually quite beautiful because it, it's, it's, it's based on what you need in your life at the time. Mm-hmm. I think that all of the religions are serving to the same thing, right? You know, um, but, but my mother was never a mommy. She was very strict on me. Mm-hmm. But she also gave me the power to to choose what the things that I wanted to get into. You know, she was strict on me when I lived under her roof and when she was in charge of my bills. And she my mother had a very hard life. So she was like, there's no fucking way that you about to have a hard life. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, one of your friends is pregnant. Cool. You're not going over their house no more. I mean, she was fucking she. Yeah. 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 And it wasn't that she didn't want me to do that. It's just that that for her, it was like there was plenty of time for that. Right. right? This is not the time for that. You know, you know, my mom never just gave me shit. She was like, "Okay, cool. You go get a job. You want to do that. You go get a job. You put half. I'll put half. Sometimes she ended up putting more than half, but I still contributed. Right. You know, and that's who my mom, that's, that's, that's the kind of human that she made me into. She had me to earn things, which gave me discipline, which, you know, so, so, you know, she really prepared me for this moment, but, um, you know, but yeah, you know, it's, but it's, it's always been a thing in my family. Yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. I think, uh, you know, living in America, it's, it's, it is rare. I mean, we had on, um, Miala and she's a voodoo priestess and the, the way that the internet came for her and, and her and us and us. <laughs> yeah. And just, just even the fact about talking about just like using, like connecting to the elements is like very problematic for people, like tarot connect- cards. Everything, but even the the mere elements of the well, youth, the, like, well, of the Earth. Element, well, the elements are the gods, aren't they? And it's what what <laughs> how how the fuck do we live if we don't have an ocean, which is Yamaya, in the in the in the in the river, which is Oshun, and the and the wind, which is Oya, and you understand what I'm saying, and the thunder, right, mm-hmm. and and the how. All that all that those religions did is just gave the gave those um, those very natural things a name. Personified right? them. They personified them as the great ancestors that they are because they are literally what makes our fucking world go round. We cannot survive if we don't have air, water, fire, food. Earth. It's earth. The earth is our god. And if you cannot understand that, if you're not in the place in your journey where that makes sense for you, that's fine. That's none of my business. Just like me believing that the earth is God is none of your business, mm-hmm. right? I can believe what I want to believe in. You can believe what you want to believe in. It's, it's, 
whether whether you come for me or not, you could you you could create a whole fucking smear campaign. I wouldn't give a shit because I know, I know that this planet is my source for everything. It's connected to all the other planets in the solar system, and all the all the all the planets have some sort of some kind of element happening. Some of them are made only from chemicals. Some of the, you understand what I'm saying? Yes, and that's their God. And, and mm. that, ex- exactly right. And we would do good, you know, because I, I, you know, my my spirituality is very steeped in Santeri Lukumi, right? Which which is which is you know, when when the Africans left Africa, they went everywhere. When they went to Haiti, they created Voodoo. Mm-hmm. When they went to Cuba, they created. Or, or any of the Latin countries where they went, they created Santeria Lukumi. They, but it was all the same thing, based in the same. They were all, they were all practiced. If if it came out of West Africa, or even other parts of Africa, they may not have called it Yoruba. They might have called it something else, mm-hmm. right? The Native Americans don't call it an African religion, but guess what? It's the same thing, right? The Hindus may not call it that, but they, but, 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 but. All of them, the way that all of them are connected, some of the oldest spiritualities and religions in the world know that you have to pay respect to the elements because the elements, literally, there's an element in this room. I'm drinking water. You've got these plants. you got that fire in that fucking candle. Like, you understand what I'm saying? How can we not? We're all breathing air. hmm <laughs> You know what I'm saying? How, how can you not acknowledge these sources of like? But, but also, like, you don't have to. No judgment, right? But understand, it's none of your business if I do, right? 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 Yeah. Who are, who are you to tell me I'm not worthy or I'm going to this place if I'm not on the same page as you? Yeah. And, and and that's the thing with like, but but also like, cool if you believe that that great. But but my source of my source of power it doesn't I don't have enough energy to to tell you where you're going because I don't know that I I, I acknowledge I don't know what your what your any, agenda any is. of us that are on this side probably don't know for those of us who have uh had the the curse and the privilege of being able to go to the other side and come back. Mm. A lot of times they know because they've been wherever there is. Mm. Right. Um, And a lot of them have very, very, very interesting experiences. Right. But like you said, none of us know what's over there because you know why? Because we're here. Yeah. 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 Are there any elements that you connect to more than others? Like, is there are there a few elements like for me? Like, I know that there's like two elements for me that like. We all the elements are important, but these two specific, that's where I get activated. It's mm-hmm. the water and it's earth. Like those two things for yeah, me, me, that's too. where I'm able to connect. That's where I'm able to meditate. That's where I'm able to disconnect, where I'm able to birth, where I'm able to manifest. Mm-hmm. Um, th- those elements need to be present. And granted, I'm made of water, so that helps. Right. <laughs> exactly. We all are. But so those two are for you as well. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Water specifically. Mm. My, uh, my head is ocean, so. Naturally, I'm connected to water. 
how much does your spirituality, I guess, intertwine into your business and, and the way you choose your ingredients? and It all it, goes together. I was going to say, now, because as I research more of your history and, and also your your spirituality, I couldn't help but think, oh, now that some of this makes more sense as far as like just some of the, the essences that even you've chosen to, to have in your products. Yeah, I, I think, I, think um, I mean, these herbs are gods, man. They've been here forever and ever and ever. You know, they're plants like, you know, um, (laughs) and they're there for our wellness. You know, if anything, that's the place that it comes from. I have such a divine respect for these plants and these herbs and these flowers and these and, and, and the water that it takes to create it because water activates. It takes on energy like that, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, and, and the messages that are wrapped around these bottles and the, and the, and the energy from the people that work in this business that actually want to help people in their lives, all of that transmits into every single thing that we do. Mm -hmm. So for me, you know, we have got to come from a good place. We've got to mean the shit that we say, we've got to, you know, we've got to really be in this thing, you know? When we meet as a team, like that's the kind of energy that's in the room. Everybody that's been attracted to this company, y'all included, we're all here for that common mission. Mm-hmm. You know, I got chills because this is for real. You know, we make products that 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 serve the vagina. Like that's the ba- that's the root of what we do to the root chakra. That is what we do. Like that is like some real shit. You yeah. know, I don't take that lightly. You know, I I just don't. I don't. That that is a very real thing to be doing. Anybody that makes products for people to consume or put on their body or eat or take a supplement or whatever in my mind, which is why I'm very choosy about what I put on my skin and what I eat and supplements I take and all the things because I have to make sure that those companies are well-intentioned because that's just going to affect my life. So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, this is not a game for me, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, This work that we're doing, there has to be a lot of responsibility in it. We're not just making products and putting a label on it. Like, that, that can't be it. That's not it, you know. And I think that's one of the reasons why so many people have such beautiful experiences with our products, because that is the intention from the from from the moment of conception, which is also why we have done so well, which I'm grateful to say, I don't say it with ego. We have done so well with our business, Mm -hmm. not well financially. That's not the well that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the clinical trials that we've run, which we've run hundreds of them with over 3,400 humans, right? And counting um, to understanding the efficacy, to understanding what people want. Do they like this messaging? Do they not like this messaging, right? Um, You know, uh, what is their experience? Did it make them feel good? These are the things that we talk about in our clinicals, right? Did it work for you? Our clinical trials are a part of our innovation process because to us, what's the point of putting it out in the world if it doesn't work? Absolutely. There's no point. It doesn't, right? It It's no point. So we've heavily, we heavily invest in that. 
because it has to work. People have to see value, right? The other thing is the, the, the regulatory part. Honeypot is in like every regulatory class that there is. You may call us crazy for doing that, but we did it. When you say regulatory, you mean like vegan, vegetarian? No, or... regulatory meaning like with the FDA. Oh, the mm, FDA. No. Um, so we have to really invest in our team to be able to understand that, to be ahead of whatever's happening, to make sure that we're dotting every I and crossing every T. Right, right. right. And that doesn't mean that things don't come up every now and again or something doesn't change, but we work really hard to stay ahead of it, Right. Um, you know, the way we run our business, we're not here just trying to buy customers. That's not, that's not the vibe, mm-hmm. right? We should earn our customers mm-hmm. because then they're real. Right. You then know? they stay. Then they stay. You earned me. I mean, I, I, thank I, you. When I saw you in Target, I said, oh I was like, God. hell I yeah. Said, I said, oh my thank God, you. a woman owned br- yeah. brand. Cause there's a lot of feminine care brands and you don't know who the fuck owns that shit. And that's why mm-hmm. I do love, I love that, that tagline you have on all your products, which is. What is it made from? Made by humans with vaginas for humans for with vaginas. Yeah, that is such a simple statement. Mm-hmm. That is so important mm-hmm. it for is. me as a customer. It's just important for me as a customer. That is so important because I'm. You know, you got it. You yeah. get it. Because that Persian man who told me I need to put fucking acidophilus in my pussy, who doesn't have a pussy, who never will have a pussy, didn't get it. I didn't understand how traumatizing that moment was for me. Right. So I felt like, oh, my God, this is I know that this is made with good intention, I think. And then I used it. And then I said, yes, it is. It is. Yeah, it really is. Like, we really, really love humanity. We really, really love this planet. We really, really like <laughs> care, you know. And you are doing such important work, yeah. helping the women heal not, yes, yes, their bodies, but really, like I'm, 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 I'm really in this space of just understanding how important it is for this part of our bodies to be functioning at the highest level, and taking care of it, and cleansing it, and not being ashamed of it, and using it not just for the pleasure of your partner, but the pleasure of yourself. And you know, I think that a lot of women. We are so disconnected because we've, we've been shamed because we don't really know what's going on down there. Or someone told us, oh, this doesn't look right or doesn't smell right or what this or that. And it inevitably begins to affect all the more than just that your sexual it does. part of your relationship with yourself and with others. It starts to bleed into all the areas of your life. Well, sexual energy does bleed into all the areas of your life. Absolutely. And it's the most suppressed energy in Western society. And so when you suppress something, it, it, it don't, not hunts you, but like there's parts of you that need to come out. And if you're constantly ignoring it, 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 it can make you ill, like it physically can. sick. Yeah. yeah, cortisol and stress can definitely make you ill. Okay, so before we get out of here, I want to play a little game with you. Okay. We have a game on our show called Trigger. Let's do it. And um, basically, I'm going to say a word, and then you say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Don't overthink it. Marriage. <laughs> wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Why you laugh? <laughs> say it again. Marriage. Love. 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 Your vice. Mm. Love. <laughs> Favorite sex position? When somebody's 
giving me oral pleasure. That's nice. Kids. Yes. Monogamy. Yes. Polyamory. No. <laughs> threesomes. Uh, before. You're not. You're done with threesomes. Yes. No more sharing. It's not no more sharing. It's just um, I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't mean it's forever. Just right now. Bad choices. Inevitable. Happily ever after. Hopefully. Mushrooms. Yes. Medicine. God. Earth. Mm. Pregnancy. Yes, Lord. Favorite porn category. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if I can say it. Who's say watch it. This? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Favorite porn category. Um, I like watching people masturbate. Mm. I can squirt. like that sometimes. Me too. I love. That. You like watching squirt porn? Oh, so yeah. much. Yeah, really? yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's. I gotta find this right one because last night I, I went down a rabbit hole. You know, I've never used uh, Twitter for porn. <laughs> Did it last night? And then I went down a rabbit hole last night. Oh and yeah, then it was, crazy. Then I got. Then I got stressed. Porn on Twitter. Oh, so, so much porn on Twitter. So much porn. I don't know anything about Twitter. But then I couldn't. Fi- I wasn't searching you the right find hashtags, it. and it was hidden. And I was like, you, you have to look at. You have to look I, at. I typed the BBC. Nothing came up. No, like, it's oh, yeah. only the BBC that came up. You gotta go like the one porn I was like, person. I'm not, I'm not looking for news sources. I don't want to read about this shit. I'm looking for <laughs> black cocks. Anyway, wow. I like watching male masturbation too. BBC. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I just got. I went down a squirting. Um, I called rabbit hole last night. But then I always feel like I have to cut the cords. Cut the cords of what? Cut the cords of energy between the person. Oh, you and, and the just... and the. Uh. So that's true, also because I yes, and then last night I wasn't getting what I needed, and I was like, "You're not getting what you need because you don't really need this. You need to turn this off." <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. And you need to like you need to think about what it is. What does that feel like for you? What I mean, I squirt anyway very easily, but. What is it that you? I know. Thank you. It's a, it's it's a gift, it's but a also gift. it's it's messy. It's, it, it can be very annoying. Not a messy I am gift. too. I it am can too. be so annoying sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, God damn. Like, like I put a towel down. Like, yeah. go on the wall. Like, it's far. It goes far. That's good. Yeah, it's great. I just haven't had sex in a long time, so it's just me and my vibrator and my fingers. That's okay. <sighs> For now, um. Until I find someone I want to share that energetic exchange with, which also, by the way, I was re- I was listening to a podcast, Ron, and you were talking about how, you know, sex is such an energy exchange and that at this point in your life, you need to make sure that you're good with the deposit that they're going to leave mm. with you. And I said, wow, what an interesting way to say that, because it is an ener- energetic deposit that and, they leave there with you for a long time. And, and I got to be willing to share I've worked hard, man. To cultivate this space. And I'm still working on it, you know? And, like, just to have, yeah, like that. You know what I mean? It's just. It does. It leaves, it leaves like, you know. It's a thing. Those soap scum um, commercials. Yeah. And you just, like, splash it, and then you see all the residue yeah, on the dish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it leaves I, that, that film that you can't get off. Yeah, yeah. like, it, it. there has to be, dis- for me. For me, too. There has to be discipline around it. Yeah. For me, too. Um... Therapy. Maybe. Never been to therapy? I have. I just always get into this like mindful discussion and then it feels like we're just 
friends. Friends. And then I feel, I'm like, why the fuck? My, why did I just pay you? Like, I have right. a lot of friends. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know yeah. why? Because I feel like you could be a therapist. You give therapy. You're giving therapist energy. So you're going to end up therapizing your goddamn therapist. I, and she, I don't want to do that. Not to buy, I pay you. Shit. <laughs> Biggest insecurity? Uh, body. Like the whole body? No, like my, my, uh, I think I'm a, I'm a curvy woman Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and I sometimes have to like tap into my body to love it. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's hard for me just being honest. Um, and and most of the time I'm good, but sometimes it can be hard for me. Mm -hmm. And then I think another, I know I'm only supposed to say one thing, but I'm going to say two. And then I think the other thing uh is because i spend so much time i give a lot of myself in these conversations and just just in life mm-hmm. you know i i give every i give everything like all of me and and so sometimes it can be hard because i i have to like there there can feel like a little bit of a depletion so i really have to like pour into chill it. calm down pour into my wellness routine is like on another level you know, um, because I really have to give my body back what I kind of what I took away, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think somewhere in there lies a, a little bit of why there's an insecurity, too, just because I'm not always in my body because of the way that life is set up right now. Mm. Yeah, I understood. Well, I guess I already know your astrology sign. You're a Scorpio like me. Um, dating status. Oh, I am like in a relationship. Relationship. You're relationship. Love. I love you, James Williams. Oh, <laughs> James Williams. Shout out to James Williams. <laughs> um, eating pussy? Yeah, in the past. Mm. Not right now. No. Are you bisexual? I I do you, you do like have just, a label? I just like I people. Mm-hmm. I have the know? same. I said the same thing, and then Orlando said that doesn't work. That it's not hot because there's special words that go with certain things. I said I was pansexual. He said no, you're not. Because then I said I'm pansexual. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but this is what my interpretation of it. I said I'm pansexual for cisgendered people, and he said that doesn't exist. And then I just said fuck it. I'm just bisexual because you're getting on my fucking nerves. Tell me what the labels are. <laughs> And he's out there like, what? I don't don't know. I I don't like the word bisexual. I don't like how it rolls off the tongue. I I just think I just am. Yeah. No. Yeah. Gospel music. No. (laughs) No, no Kirk. No. (laughs) You don't want to stomp? No. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like gospel music. I like like Mahalia Jackson depths of my soul. I can, I can like that era. Yes. Because okay. that's that's music. BBCC Winans, I'm sorry. I love them. Okay. I love them. Like, they're in, like, a couple of my playlists. Like, I can jam with that. That's gospel. But it, I know that it's gospel, but it, 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 feels, it feels like um, just God music. It doesn't feel like gospel, yeah. you know? Got it. Yeah. Um, what's something someone would be surprised to know about you? Just one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I'm a little bit, um, obsessive about order. Like OCD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got some cap in your chart somewhere. 
Capricorn in your chart, somebody? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I, ju- I, just, I just like things to have order. I like it's hard for me if I'm in a space and it's not clean, you know. Um, you know, if like I went to a sushi restaurant one time and I, it had like good reviews and everything. And the menu was dirty, and I was like, I can't. Well, it's, eat. yeah, the I details. Can't, I can't. Yeah. I'm a. I'm actually a very goal. My partner tells me this all the time. I'm actually a very goal oriented person, but when it comes to spaces that I reside in, I'm very detailed. Like when I get to a hotel room, it's I like process. I need to like pull out all my things. I needed to be clean. If it's not clean, I'm the person that will leave. You're like, I'm not staying here. <laughs> I, I won't. I because I, now I can't trust any other room. I, d- I don't. I do not spare myself. If I'm not comfortable, I'm. I have to go. Have you always been that way, or is that something that like you've come into? I've come into it. I've come into it. Do you think it's a level of like worthiness? Like I don't. Just, I'm. I'm. I'm not staying here because I'm. It's... I. I don't think it. I think. I think it has a worthiness element to it, but not from a place of like, um, let me not say what it's not from a place of. Let me say what it is from a place of. It's it's just from a place of I am important to me. And where and if I, sleeping is one of the most spiritual things. Clearly. You need to go to bed. I'm just saying, sleeping did you well. Sleeping did sleeping well. did you it well. Did, but I'm just saying, just the element of sleep, right? And being comfortable, and you know that thing I was talking about with like, what does it look like? What does it smell like? When I got my shit together, I was like, I'm not. I am not for a second going to not give myself precisely what I need, and 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 wherever I lay my head. It needs to be good. Mm-hmm. It needs to be clean. Mm-hmm. It it needs to have order. It needs to be pretty. Mm-hmm. I need all the thing. I need the boxes checked, and I like like sage or Palo Santo, and I like go to all the corners of the room, and I have to have like all my things out. Um, yeah. So I'm a bit. Oh, I'm a bit obsessive about that. That makes sense. But it's like my medicine, though. And last question: What's the best piece of advice you've gotten? Mm. Um, to take care of myself. To take care of yourself. So on that note, we always ask our audience to share an affirmation. Our guest. Our audience, our guest, to share an affirmation. Do you have an affirmation that maybe you can share with our people? Mm. Uh, don't worry. Take care. Don't, Don't worry, take, take care. care. That's a good right? one. If you if you're if understand the things that you're worried about, tap in to see if you have control over it. If you don't, die to it. If you do have control over it, then take control so that you don't have to worry. It's simple, easy, good advice. Yeah. And and the, and the last thing I would say, um, you know, which is very stoic. And, and a little uh, um, morbid, but you know we're all gonna leave this place, you know. So like, it's gonna be all right. You know what I mean? Everything's gonna be okay. Mm. Yellow. Yeah. Yet yeah, live, be live. here. Yeah. Right yeah. now, it all works itself out one way or another. It really does. If you, rest- if you don't resist, 
Exactly. The resistance is where, that's where the chaos mm-hmm. birthed. So you kind of just have to go with it. Okay, so you pulled a card at the beginning of the show. You pulled the Empress card. And um, the Empress, which is interesting, represents femininity, beauty, nature, nurturing, and abundance. And the Empress signifies a strong connection with our femininity. Femininity translates in ways elegance, sensuality, fertility, creative expression, nurturing, and is necessary for creating balance in both men and women. The Empress calls on you to connect with your feminine energy, create beauty in your life, connect with your senses through taste, touch, sound, smell, and sight. Draw on these senses to experience pleasure and deep fulfillment. The Empress signifies abundance. You are surrounded by life's pleasures and luxuries and have everything you need to live a comfortable lifestyle. You are in a period of growth in which you in which all you have dreamed of is now coming to fruition. Whether the Empress appears in your tarot readings, take a moment to reflect on the bounty that surrounds you and offer gratitude for all you have created so you can continue to build on this energy and create an even more, even more abundance in your life. As the Mother Earth archetype, the Empress urges you to venture out into nature to ground your energy and be in flow with the Earth. Allow yourself the time and space to enter a different frame of mind and receive the grounding spirit of nature into your heart and consciousness. When you do this, you can reach higher planes of consciousness. Mm. Wow, how accurate. All right. <laughs> not the, not the, <laughs> the femininity, healthcare, yourself coming from the empress. <laughs> thank you. Well, B, thank you so much. Wait, 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 wait. We always ask our, you may, you may not have a story. Oh, oops, Sam. Sorry. Do you, have, do you have any horry stories from, you know, maybe not recently or maybe with your partner when you did something like high-level whorishness that was either, like, really fun or really scary? You want to do that again? Or just, like, just one of those days you just had a very highly ho moment. Oh, man. <laughs> sexy little story. Sexy secret. And ho in, like, a positive way. We celebrate the hoes in here. No, I mean, mm. you know. Look, I mean, I was a... Uh... When I was outside, I was definitely outside. Shit, man. <laughs> I haven't had a, one of those moments in a long time. Um, I did acid once, and I had a 30-minute orgasm. Oh, wow. With yourself? No. Wow. I've never had sex on acid. That seems intense. What was it? Was it like clitoral orgasm? What kind of orgasm was it? Was it through? It was clitoral, but then it just turned into like a whole body energetic. Yeah, it was insane. Wow. I'm... Did you feel anything else? Like, like obviously, it was an orgasm. Did you get any? I like... felt like Nirvana. Mm. What Nirvana must feel like, and I would, you know, like whole energy is fine. Like I'm with that. That felt like. You know, that felt like otherworldly, otherworldly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I've lived my life. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. As you should. Damn, well, you have a 30 minute orgasm. How do you go back to regular orgasms after that? That's... You learn how to learn how to stretch them out. You <laughs> yeah, ride, right. you ride them. You're like, oh, I can do this. Perfect. Note to self. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think when I free up a bit, I want to I, I want to get more into Tantra. You were talking about. Oh yeah, cool. earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's been very like, yeah, super deep and super uh, a lot of clarity. 
Yeah. And like, just like, a, I sort of created the dialogue with myself that I like certain things I knew on the surface, but like in a much deeper space. Exactly. Uh, I think that you would fuck with it. Yeah. I'm thinking about you on acid because I, I acid is one of my favorite drugs. Um, I don't Thanks. do it very often, but you can't. You can't. Yeah. You, yeah. You can like once or twice a year, maybe. Um, I've only. And actually, it's been a while. Really? I haven't done it in a while. I haven't done it in a few years, but it was, changed my life. Um, it changed mine too, you know. I mean, I I don't. I have to be conscientious of the shit I say. We all, yeah, we don't endorse the shit we say. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. I don't want to endorse it. We can trade stories. <laughs> but I, what I was thinking about in 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 just medicine and, and that type of medicine in general, plant medicine. I, I don't. It I don't. Um, it allows you to access a different part of your mind that our human body often won't allow us to. I think that there's ways in which, you know, when you are able to really kind of be rooted and and dedicated to your practices and whatever that is for you that allows your mind to expand in that way, you can reach those levels of consciousness. But when you take acid or mushrooms, it just activates that openness. You have to drop so the other side. It's just imagine, like, if we were able to drop in that way all the time and the amount of pleasure we could experience on a daily basis just in eating food just in experiencing a conversation or that's an what tantra is for or an exchange with a person exactly yeah. it's, it's, you, it's, don't, it's using, you don't need a third party thing to no do that. yeah it's literally like getting high on your own pleasure supply but you have to first yeah. cultivate that conversation to be like i mean a lot of people don't even know what brings them joy You're like damn am i is this pleasurable like a lot of people don't like like on a simple level like do i like potatoes or do i like mashed potatoes like mm-hmm. simple shit so it's like a really a cultivating of your pleasures and utilizing it as medicine just like you can utilize the forest's a pharmacy you know it's like so are we and if we can utilize that like and follow that pleasure we can have like 30 minute orgasms like Beatrice here (laughs) that was that was an interesting day well thank you for sharing and thank you for coming on our show and thank thank you you for all that you do for from my, for my pussy and all the pussies all, for all the, the for all the only owners in the world, we appreciate you. I really do. I really do. And, appreciate and even the men too, using my full size wipes and my lubes and my <laughs> tantalizing serums. Thank you. No, thank you. I appreciate y'all. Thank this has been so good. I'm I'm so so happy to have you. I knew we we're like I'm, I was excited about this conversation, and it is everything that I I knew it would be. So I'm I'm thank really grateful to sir. exchange energy. Thank you, and I love you guys. I love you. I was gonna say that. I was like, she's gonna think I'm weird if I tell her I love her. <laughs> I do. I love you. Um, can you tell the people where they can find you? Yeah, you can find uh, me at I am B Dixon, B E A D I X O N. Uh, you can find the Honey Pot at I or excuse me. At the Honeypot Co. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you see how much I'm on social media. Um, you can find our, our website is thehoneypot.co or even thehoneypot.com. Um, if you want to go to the store and find us, the best thing to do is just go to our store locator, put in your zip code, and, you know, we're in Target, Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Kroger, Meyer, you know, everywhere. I'm grateful to see But I want to encourage you to buy straight from her website because that that is, that is, that's like, I feel like as as a, as a brand owner myself, I know that that's, that matters. It it matters, sister. But honestly, like I want, I want people to buy it wherever they want to. True. Or wherever you see it, buy it. Wherever you want to. If you want to, whatever, whoever your retailer is of choice, you can go to their website. You can buy it on Amazon for us, you know. What what we what we prefer is for our customers to just wherever you shop, 
Right. And that's why it's really important for us to be wherever people shop. That's true. And if you want to get a discount. I appreciate you. If you go to the actual website, you can use our discount code. Oh, there you go. GMB. That's what I was going to say. You might as well. You're right. You might as well. You want to get the little little discount, the whole website, GMBC23, and they got all the things, baby. Yeah. Just click the link in this episode description. If you listen to this episode and you haven't tried, if you haven't tried Honeypot, this is your sign. You've heard us talk about it countless times. You've heard how it saved my life. You've heard. That I think you're nasty if you don't have wipes in your bag. So go ahead and get uh-uh, the wipes. The judgment. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you have to shame people into cleanliness. Not shame. Listen, you need to have wipes in your bag. I always I if agree. I had my purse here. I always got I the agree. sandalwood wipes in my bag, honey. And you know you need them too. So make sure you click the link in this episode description. Check out the honeypot code. Use our code GMBC23. Make sure you check out Beatrice and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram, rate and review our episodes. Um, Make sure you check out our holiday gift guide, which is also going to feature Honey Pot, of course. And um, happy almost holidays. Don't let these holidays stress you out, guys. Please don't. Man-made. Enjoy it, too. Enjoy it. Buy the the things that you really want that make you feel good. Give people things that they really, that are going to make them feel good. And that's even the the point of our, our gift guide, too, is like, these are products that, like, I want to give people that I love, not just yeah. shucking shit at people. Right. Just because you know? I'm supposed to. Yeah. yeah. So be kind to yourself. We love you. We love you. Love you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. Where, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.